Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, but should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. And here we are with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Now, a study done a couple of years ago estimated that one in five people worldwide suffer from chronic pain. That's more than one and a half billion people. And as you get older, the prevalence of the pain increases. On the Harvard University website, a survey found that most medical students are woefully lacking in training in chronic pain, usually receiving only a few hours worth in their entire education. In fact, veterinarians receive more training in how to treat animals in pain than medical doctors do for their human patients. And joining us today to tell us how cannabis has helped her with several health issues is Monica from Wisconsin. She doesn't want us to use her last name, so we won't use it. Now, Monica, let's start with your degenerative disc problem. When did that rear its ugly head for you? Um, I've had it for quite a few years, and um, seeing the doctors, um, you know, they don't want to do surgery until you can almost not walk, so they do the steroid injections and all the pain pills and the, you know, gabapentin every day and everything like that, so it's, it's just been chronic for years. The gabapentin, that was interesting because I, uh, I looked that up, and it, it's for um, epilepsy and things like that. And uh, what sort of side effects did you experience as a result of it? Oh, it's nasty. Um, It really targets your nerves. Um, You can't take it during the day unless you're going to sleep. I mean, you can have just symptoms of having a stroke almost. Um, If you don't take it, you um, won't sleep at night. I'll be up for a couple of days trying to go through withdrawal. I mean, it's just a horrible, horrible drug. It is. You know, I was prescribed gabapentin after my heart surgery, and I took one pill. And I was on the phone talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden I couldn't speak. It was like I had had a stroke. I was slurring my words, and um, I phoned the doctor the next day, and I said I felt like I was having a stroke. And she's like, yeah, it can cause stroke-like symptoms. It does. So I just stopped. I can't imagine being on a steady diet of that. That must have been horrible for you. Yeah, just, it's so nice to be off of it now. <laughs> How long were you on it? Um, probably about three years. Wow. Yeah. You take that every day, Monica? Yeah, um, every night. I wasn't able to take it anymore during the day because I couldn't function anymore with it. Did it help so, at all? Um, somewhat. I mean, I guess at night it really helped you sleep because you were drugged. But other than that... You know, during the day, then you take your pain pills and your ibuprofen and everything else just to get through the day. And so, yep, basically not. What kind of other pills were you on? Oh, they've had me try so many different things, Uh, you know, Tylenol with codeine and and narcotics and just everything. You know, I looked up the uh, side effects of gabapentin, and it said uh, drowsiness, dizziness, loss of coordination, tiredness, blurred double vision, unusual eye movements, 
or shaking and or tremor may occur. Yes. Those ring a bell with you? Oh, they very much do. <laughs> um, you know, the the shaking and not being able to you almost feel like I mean, obviously you're drugged, but you feel like you've had way too many drinks and can't walk and talk properly. Now, what were some of the other health issues you were experiencing? Uh, just, you know, your normal um, ab- ser- women of certain ages, um, the menopause and the hot flashes and not being able to sleep and um, migraine headaches and it, the whole slew of things. And when I first contacted Corey, um, I didn't even go any into any of my health issues because um, what I was more thinking of when I contacted her was I'm getting to be the age where my mother was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and passed away very quickly from it. And it's always been in the back of my head. There's got to be another option. You know, why aren't we taking this as just a, you know, prophylactic to not get these things? And that's why I contacted her. And um, after starting to take it for that reason, all of a sudden, all of my other health issues are disappearing. And I, I was just so totally amazed because I didn't even think to the realm of they would help my back. They would help me sleep through the night and take away my, I mean, my menopause symptoms are gone. And I mean, it's just been totally amazing. So cannabis turned your life around. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. how, how much oil are you taking and how soon did you notice a difference? Um, you know, trying to dose it out into the, do the simulation of the grain of rice started mm-hmm. with about a quarter of it. Um, you know, a quarter of a grain at first and it worked really well, went up to about a full grain and now up to about a grain and a half or two grains of rice size. And, um, just take it at night. It's, and that uh, helps you sleep as well, I would imagine. Oh, it's uh, just been terrific. And um, like I had told you, Corey, um, in my message that my husband noticed a difference and he's got a family history of a cancer too. And he goes, well, let me try that. <laughs> and so now he's taking it every night and his um, Blood pressure seems to be leveling out and he's sleeping through the night and he's starting to see some, you know, other benefits of it too. And it's just been wonderful. Monica, what was your attitude towards cannabis prior to taking it? Um, You know, growing up, I grew up in a very conservative family and, you know, you don't do that stuff. And um, I started really researching alternative methods of different herbs and things as a younger person and um, really changed my mind and hearing people talk. And um, I just came such a long way and changed my whole attitude from what, you know, the rigid mentality that you're brought up with. Um, So it's just nice to be able to finally have some options. Yeah, we've sure been brainwashed over the years, haven't we? Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah, the people we talk to, the people we interview on this program, um, a number of them were very opposed to cannabis because of exactly what you said, growing up in the propaganda, the indoctrination that cannabis is bad for you. But when they, when they started taking it, they felt so much better. 
because, you know, you have an endocannabinoid system in your body which needs that sort of um, nourishment, and uh, they weren't getting that. And I think that is a problem for, I think, many, many people around the world who um, don't take cannabis, because cannabis, as you well know, and most people listening to this program know, was part of the pharmacopoeia in the United States, and half of the medication up until the 1930s was cannabis-based. Yes. So it's, uh, it's absolutely fantastic. It's amazing when you take it in the medicinal form, um, how different it is from what you thought it would be. Um, it, it's just like taking any other medication you would take. It's, it, it, I wish people would do the research and, and think outside of the box and really take it for what it is and have some open minds. When you first started taking it, did you get high? You know, it, not really, not what, you know, it helped me sleep and, you know, taking it before bed really helps. Um, I haven't taken it during the day because it helps so much at night. Um, not like you would be sitting around, you know, having a couple beers with your friends and, do, you know, <laughs> some, but, you know, it just kind of relaxes you. Monica, did you find the first thing you probably noticed was that you slept better, correct? Oh, absolutely, 100%. When did the penny drop for you that, hey, I'm not having so many issues with irritable bowel and your back and stuff like that? It was literally within a week um, with all the sleep and, you know, you just start feeling better. But then all of a sudden you just realize going, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't need to take my medications anymore and I don't need to do this. And I, you know, um, within that week and we started bumping up the dose a little bit and it, it was just amazing. Now the ir irritable bowel, that is interesting because, uh, that aff afflicts, uh, very many people that helped you in that area as well. It did. I was, uh, very, surprised that it did and um, I would take daily medication for it and um, it just one of those things and I thought after going for a few weeks and I wasn't taking my pain meds anymore and things seemed in that area to be leveling out a little bit so I thought you know what I'm going to try not to take those meds either and I haven't been taking those meds for about three weeks now. Now, wow. when you were on all these medications, how, mu how much medication were you taking? <laughs> um, you know, it depends on what it is. You know, you got your back, back meds, your irritable bowel meds. I do take some meds for my heart, which I'm still on. But, um, you know, the other stuff like that, I was taking um, some patches for my hot flashes and all that. So I, you know, probably... Eight pills a day. Patches you know? for flashes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. So have the flashes settled down considerably? or I, If I get one a day now, that would be a lot, which is just amazing. Oh, um, lovely. How many were you getting before? Oh, I would, I, I, 30 a day. I, it was ridiculously out of control. 30 a day. 
Yeah, I wore tank tops all year round, and we live in Wisconsin. <laughs> so in the middle of winter, you'd walk outside, and it would be fun. I would. I would. <laughs> so uh, what medication are you on now? Uh, the only medication I currently take is uh, my heart medication. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of all of the rest of them. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really amazing. Do you yeah. talk to other people about what you're doing? Um, you know, I have not. There's one other person that I know uh, I can talk to. We kind of live in a small community that not sure how most people would feel about it. <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, you're on high THC oil, right? I am. Yeah, so that's a four-strain oil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about uh, your husband and what sort of effects did it have on him? You know, basically, we started, um, he just wanted to do it for his mom had um, colon cancer, strong family history, that sort of thing. And right away, he also started sleeping through the night. And he goes, oh, my gosh, you know, normally my husband's in his early 60s. And, you know, you go to the bathroom a couple times a night. And now he sleeps through the night, doesn't have to get up and go to the restroom. And then uh, surprise bonus is, um, you know, after like women have certain issues at particular age, men also have some things and um it was a very nice surprise to see some of those issues are not there anymore. <laughs> Reversing. So he's gone back to being 40. Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, right freaking on. Awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good for you. Yeah, it's uh, held many surprises for us. It's been wonderful. I'll tell you, <laughs> getting up in the middle of the night is really difficult for men because um, I'm of that age as well. And lately, getting up in the middle of the night has increased for me. Yes. And uh, when you wake up in the morning, man, are you tired. You're just so exhausted because you've gotten up maybe two, three times. And I got to tell you a funny story. (laughs) Corey, you know this. I told you this last night. We, my wife and I were driving to, uh, to Fino, which is on the west coast of Vancouver Island. And um, as we were driving there, all of a sudden, you get this urge that you have to pee. And I pulled the car over. My wife says, what are you doing? And I says, I've got to pee. And she says, right here on the highway? <laughs> I said, well, I mean, I've got to go. So I pulled over, and I opened the back door so the oncoming traffic uh, behind me couldn't see, and uh, just peed, because you've got to go. And it's one of those issues that uh, the younger people listening to this will probably laugh. Say, was, Lisa, was Lisa slinked down in her seat, or you yeah, know, hiding on the floorboards? Yeah, she was. She just shook her <laughs> head. A bag over her head. <laughs> and uh, I did it a couple of times because you know it's a five-hour drive, four and a half-hour drive, and uh, it's it's really problematic for men. Uh, a lot of men don't like to talk about it, 
The only right. reason the only reason I'm mentioning it now is because it um, it's not embarrassing. It's just a fact of life. As you get older, most men their their prostate starts to enlarge and it pinches on your urethra, and you all of a sudden you have to go to the bathroom. Yes. And so your husband knows that, does he? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> So, Ian, maybe you need to be uh, doing oil every night, like. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I do. I think I do. Uh, since this COVID thing, Corey, you and I haven't gotten together. You've been doing the interviews no. at home, and uh, we used to go get uh, cannabis oil uh, capsules, THC and CBD, which really helped. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's a fact of life that. Uh, Men get issues as they get older. Women get issues as they get older. But the good thing to know is that cannabis can be extremely helpful in those areas. And I'm glad your husband uh, sleeps through the night. I wish I could. <laughs> yes, it's uh, been absolutely amazing and uh, a wonderful, wonderful surprise for us. Um, we both feel just healthy, you know, the first few weeks you almost felt like your body was detoxing of all of the garbage that has been, been put in it. And after a bit, it's just like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> I don't, you know. That's an interesting point. Have you changed your diet at all? Um, I didn't set out to change our diet, but it seems since we've started taking it, you're not so hungry, and I seem to be more apt to take healthier foods and, and things like that. Um, oh, Monica, this is not the first time I've heard this. It's, huh? it's like your body does a reset almost. Yeah. And, and you start craving. I had a woman who was morbidly obese and had been since she was 18 years old, and she could not believe the weight she lost without even trying. Oh. You know, she just said, I, cr I don't crave junk food. I crave, you know, vegetables and, you know, yeah. health stuff. Absolutely. That's what we've seen happening. I'm like, wow, this is, you know, normally I'd make some garbage or, you know what I mean? I'm a good cook, but, <laughs> um, right. you know, you just throw something together. Now it's like, oh, wow, well, let's have a big salad for dinner. And it just tastes so much. Everything tastes better. I don't know. It's just weird. Have you and your husband uh, lost any weight? Um, I'm not sure about him. I know I've, in the past month, lost about five pounds. So. Well, that's fantastic. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Feels good. It does feel good. Yeah, one of the things that we've noticed that uh, people who we've interviewed, uh, a number of them prior to trying cannabis uh, were big consumers of sodas. Yes. Uh, right, Corey? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Some people uh, drink an enormous amount of sodas and uh, a lot of junk food. And then once they were on cannabis, that stopped. And uh, their taste, I guess, I wonder what it does to your taste buds because your taste buds seem to change. That's what it seems for us. Um, you know, I never really thought about it till we're discussing it. However, it's, it's absolutely true. I used to drink a lot of soda during the day. And now if I have one a day, maybe that would be a lot. Um, I, it's just 
seems like my body needs different things now and it just feels so much better. Yeah. What about exercise? Do you exercise at all? We do. We try to go walking. We, you know, boat and kayak and all of that kind of stuff. We live on a lake, so, you know, wow. it's to do, so. Yeah. We try. It's getting easier now that I don't have the back pain that I can actually get outside and do some of the more strenuous things. Now, tell me about the back pain prior to cannabis. What was what was it like? What was a typical day like for you? Um, a typical day was losing feeling down my legs, down to my toes, um, ice packs. Um, I can't lay any way but on my back, flat on my back. Uh, just the constant pain and, and loss of feeling. I've tried everything. My husband even bought me one of those huge massage chairs um, to try to get me to help relax. And uh, now I can lay on my side. I can fall right asleep. I can go out and bend and lift. And it's just been fabulous. What, That's lovely. Yeah, it's fantastic. What prompted you to uh, try cannabis? Well, like I was mentioning to Corey, um, everybody diagnosed my mom um, wrong when she had pancreatic cancer and um, instead of checking her for her pancreas um, they just said oh you have diabetes that just automatically showed up and you know there's nothing we can do well she was dead within a few months and that's you know a highly hereditary thing and so you just look at other options and hope you don't end up going through the same thing mm-hmm. um, you know just wanting to be healthier so you don't have all these issues yeah how old was your mom when she died she was 61 61 yeah so she was she was young dare I ask how old you are I'm 52 52 yep yeah I know um, um, uh, gentleman's not supposed to ask a lady her age but I'm very proud of it. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and now I feel just almost younger because of the things I can do now again. Oh, so you've, you've certainly become more active, I would think, without having the pain limiting you. Oh, absolutely. Um, going on bike rides now and all those things that really would hurt your back um, when you're doing them, um, I can, for the most part, do. You've got a new lease on life. I do. It's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, what are the laws like in Wisconsin with respect to cannabis? Um, you cannot do anything. You cannot have it. You cannot get it. You cannot um, no medicinal. There's absolutely nothing. Oh, so it's still, uh, it's still in the dark ages. It still is. And if you get caught, you will go to... Uh, jail, probably. Is there any initiative that uh, is on the books to make it legal? Um, you know, if uh, they occasionally will bring up legislation and everybody fights against each other, so whoever brings it up, the other side says no, and if the other side brings it up, then the other side says no, so nobody works together. 
Monica, how uh, how uh, late do you take your oil when you take it? Do you take it 45 minutes before you go to bed? That's generally what I recommend because it takes an hour to two hours to kick in. and That way people sleep through the effects. Is that what you do? That's right about what I do. I try to take it um, about a half hour to 45 minutes before I crawl in bed. And then I'm usually watching TV for a little bit. And um, I just drift off to sleep within about an hour, you know, after I took it. And I'm just out for the night. Out for the night. And you wake up feeling refreshed? Oh, so refreshed. It's, it's just amazing. You know, Monica, I was thinking, it's interesting that you're just taking this oil at night. And yet you're getting all of that pain relief as well, um, you know, that's lasting throughout your day. I can't help wondering if maybe you've got some healing going on as, as well as just treating the pain. What's your thoughts? I would assume that is what's happening. Um, I'm not going to go to the doctor and find out <laughs> as, long as, I'm fe- as long as I'm feeling wonderful. It's good if I overdo it during the day. Um, occasionally I'll feel a little bit, but for the most part, um, I can only guess that there is healing going on um, to make it last that long. Yes, that's interesting. It'll be, it'll be uh, interesting to see down the road because you are what five weeks into taking oil. Yes. Yeah. And to have this result at a five week mark, I, I think is just phenomenal. Yeah. I can't wait to see it within a year's time to see where I'm at. It could be for how, good everything feels now I can only imagine how much better I have to look forward to Monica since you're off uh, most of your pharmaceuticals has the doctor contacted you and asked uh, about your issues they they have not but I am waiting (laughs) (laughs) I figure within another month without getting my refills I'll be getting a phone call right he'll be saying what's up exactly I am. (laughs) I feel really good. I'm good. (laughs) That's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fantastic. With some of the the, the benefits that you've received from consuming cannabis, both you and your husband, have you ever thought, let's get buzzed one night? (laughs) You know, we we thought about it, but we haven't tried it yet. So (laughs) that might be an option one of these days. (laughs) I think you should try it. We should. It's, uh, you know, uh, been a long time, and but living in Wisconsin, try to keep a low down and just be quiet and, you know. Right. Yeah. Put some music on this, this weekend and uh, just go for it. Maybe we should try to do that and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Monica, yeah. I think it's fantastic that you are healing, you're getting better, your disc problem is, degenerative disc problem is uh, correcting itself, I guess, for lack of a better term, and uh, both you and your husband are starting to thrive. That is fantastic, and uh, we really appreciate you telling your story. Yes, I just want to thank Corey so much for everything she does, and she's such an inspiration for helping people um, you know, with our little problems, our big problems, and she just takes that time, and it's uh, it's noticed by a lot of people. 
Ah, uh, thanks, Monica. Yeah, she's a gem, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yeah. Monica, appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks so much, Monica. Okay, take care. All right, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, one of the issues we face at Cannabis Health Radio is uh, Facebook and shadow blocking, and it's caused some real problems for us. Uh, we don't get to um, disseminate our podcasts to the 27,000 followers we have on Facebook. So we'd like you to help out because I think you can be a benefit to others by sharing our podcasts on the social media platform that you're on and uh, we'd greatly appreciate it if you did and uh, we'd also like to thank Ron Zahar of Rowan Sound here in Victoria, British Columbia who donates his studio to us Ron is a gem, he's the producer of the program and uh, we'd like to thank Ron from the bottom of our heart also we'd like to thank Mark VL in Belgium who posts our podcasts on YouTube And you can subscribe to our Cannabis Health Radio channel on YouTube, which we greatly appreciate. And uh, we'd like to thank Mark for doing just just a fabulous job uh, posting our podcast. And most of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. And it's wonderful to have the listenership that we do on Cannabis Health Radio. We'd like to increase it so we can increase the awareness of the medical benefits of cannabis to as many people as we can. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.